Good morning, and welcome to Singer Girl Woes. I am coming to you today on this episode from the courtesy of my lovely car. Um, As I was preparing for my ride to work, I was instantly reminded of a few things that I dislike about being single already. So today's topic is things that are not cool about being single. One of them are one of them is rather on cold days like today when it's thirty four degrees outside and having to come outside and warm up my car. I would love to have a bag that could come outside and warm the car up and get it all nice and toasty for me. Or I guess some would say the solution is to get automatic automatic start on my car. But I have a thing against automatic start. Like if it didn't come on my car I'm a little apprehensive about getting it added because I just think that it's going to, like, jack up something. Like, maybe I'm wrong, but in my little knowledge of, like, cars and all of that kind of stuff. But, yeah, if my car doesn't automatically come with it, I just kind of feel a little eerie about having it added on um, at a later time. So, yeah, that's when a bay or boo comes in handy. Like, boo, it's cold. Go warm my car. Get it nice and toasty. Get the seats all nice and warm. Um, so that I don't have to come out in 34-degree weather to do it. I can just run to my car, and it's all nice and warm for me. The other thing that I hate about being single is when it's cold outside and having to take out the fucking trash. Like, can I have somebody to just come by? Like, I don't want a relationship. I'm not ready for no relationship or no type of commitment. But can I at least get a boo that's like Thursday trash boo? You know, Friday, can you come over once a week just to take my trash to the dumpster for me? I don't mind when it's, like, the warmer months, but, hey, these cold months just aren't my thing, which leads me to my next thing, these cold nights. Oh, my God, like, I'm sleeping in a onesie, leggings, a robe, three blankets, the sheets, all of that, (laughs) just to Stay warm. Oh, my God. And then I can't have the heat up super hot because, one, I don't want the highest bill. But because I have really bad nosebleeds, you know, if I am under the heat for too long. So at least if I, like, put all these layers on, I can get under them, get from out of them really quick when I start to feel myself overheat. But, yeah, like a cuddle bay, like nothing sexual, but just a cuddle bay. Can I just get somebody that comes over and cuddle, and all we do is watch scary movies, laugh, joke, hell, I may even cook dinner for you one night, but at least, I would say for this one, at least twice a week, and maybe once on the weekend, just to cuddle back. You don't even really have to spend the night. Just kind of come and cuddle with me for a little bit, and you know what I'm saying, get the body heat in the bed, and then once it gets just right, you can leave, just lock the door behind you. But if you're really nice and cool, then we can talk about overnight cuddle bag position um, or whatever. The other thing that I hate about being single is when you have heavy shit to move. So, prime example, last week I had um, the apartment that I live in, they had to come and um, relay the carpet, which meant that, you know, they moved my bed to the center of the floor, and once they were done, they asked if I didn't put it back because I figured they were like, my bed was too heavy. So they didn't put the shit back, which meant that I had to put it back. Now, I'm sure 
and I'm at the point where I have at least one or two, you know, just really got friends. Nobody that's interested in me, but they're just like, cool, they my dudes. You know what I'm saying? They like my female friends. They just got. I'm sure I could have called one of them over easily and said, you know, hey, can you pop over really quick and help me, you know, move this bed back? You know, it's going to take all of, like, five minutes in and out. You'll, you don't even have to turn your car off. Just help me put the bed back. But, no, I didn't want to be on anybody's schedule. I wanted to get in my bed because it was cold. I was, it was actually last Friday. And it was just like one of those days, the work week and just the week overall last week was a bit much. And I just wanted to get in my bed. Now, the OCD in me was not going to allow me just to lay in my bed in the center knowing that it was, like, off balance or whatever. And like I said, I probably could have called somebody, but I was just like, I didn't want to be on anybody's schedule. I just kind of wanted it done because at the end of the day, you know, my dude friends, they got lives. They date. They got kids. They, you know what I'm saying? They got a life, a life of their own. So I would have been put on their schedule of when it was going to be convenient for them. It wouldn't have been a priority or anything that they would have been like, okay, I'm coming, like, right now or whatever, because they're not obligated because they're not getting another situation. But, hey, thank you for being a good friend. So what did I do? I moved a heavy-ass wood bed by my fucking self. I actually had to take it apart to move it even myself. So I had to take the headboard apart, which was heavy in itself. Then I had to slide the footboard, the other part of the bed. I ended up taking the top mattress off because that bitch was a heavy so that I could at least maneuver it. It took me about 10 minutes to slide and do everything I had to do. But when I was done, I felt proud. I felt accomplished that I was able to do it. But, boy, when I tell you, my back was killing me. Oh, my God, my back was killing me. I was like, what the world? Like, why? Not going that way. I was like, why? Why? Why did I? Why did I even do that when I probably should have just? But a lesson learned. Um, but again, it was just me, my ego, my pride, and all of that just was not allowing me to have anyone else do it or me to wait. I just wanted it done, and I wanted it done like right then and there in that um, in that moment. I'm sorry, I'm, like, driving in traffic this morning. It's crazy. The highway is gridlocked. It's an accident. It's just a lot going on this morning on my commute to work. And it's my fault because I should have gone the way that I was going to go, which was, like, the back way. But, no, I had to be, oh, let me jump on the highway. But, anywho, going back to, like, moving my bed in the back which leads me to another reason why I hate being single or not having, like, a cut of buddy or a bag because my back was hurt. So I had to just take a hot shower, let the hot water hit what was hurting at, and pull out that good old heating pad to, um, you know, like, help me out versus being able to just pick up the phone and call somebody and be like, hey, need a back rub or whatever. Yeah, just wasn't wasn't happening. Just wasn't happening. But yeah, those are the things so far. I would have to say that I am starting to not like about the whole single thing. Now they aren't to the point where I'm like about to settle because that's not the thing. I think that there's a lesson in this somewhere. It's teaching me to be strong. It's teaching me to be resilient. It's teaching me that hey, you got this. You can do this. Um, 
Okay, Light Change Fast. Um, it's teaching me all of that, and I am here for these lessons. I really, really am because I think overall it's going to make me a better person. I'm realizing that maybe I am a tad bit spoiled, or I'm not even spoiled because I'm not even go there today. And so I'm not going to say spoiled. I just think that it makes me feel like, you know, there's just certain things that are just better when you have, like, you know, a significant other that can just kind of knock them, knock them out for you or whatever. But it is what it is. There are things that I am enjoying about being single and being in my own space. Um, I shared on my Facebook page that I never knew how great it was to sleep smack dead in the center of the bed. So I get right smack dead in the center. I never knew how great that felt. Like, that is the best spot in the bed. And especially with me being cold-natured and, you know what I'm saying, it's so easy for me to get warm when I'm in that position. I just, like, wrap myself up like a little burrito in the center of the bed. But I can roll whatever way I want and just, yeah, I can sleep in the clock position and toss and turn and not have to feel guilty because of my restless nights when I toss and turn. It's just amazing because when you're in a relationship and a live-in relationship at that, you automatically, between you and your partner, pick sides of the bed. Like, okay, who's going to sleep by the window? Who's going to sleep closer to the door? And that becomes like your assigned sleeping spot or whatever. The center of the bed remains somewhat, you know, kind of sacred and kind of that becomes like the, it's time for sex zone. Um, you know, so it's like, you know, when you're in a relationship, you both, like I say, you may cuddle for a little bit, but then when you drift off to sleep, you tend to, you know, drift to, you know, your side of the bed, his side of the bed or whatever, like a boxing match. You go to your corner, you go to your corner. But when it's time to, like, get it in, you kind of meet in the middle, you know, like that's like an unspoken sign, especially, like, in the middle of the night. That's like an unspoken sign. Like, if you see that I don't roll to the middle or your significant other than roll to the middle, they ready to get it popping. So, like, when you're in a relationship, it's like the center of the bed becomes, like, the let's get it on space or whatever. So you rarely, you know what I'm saying, sleep in that position or whatever. You just go there when you need to get, you know, get it, get it in, and then you go back to your corner. So when you're single, you can, yeah, you can sleep in that in that part of the bed, and oh my god, like I said, it is amazing. Um, the other part that I like about being single, and this one is a being single and an emptiness, so meaning not having any kids or anything at home. So, the other thing that I am enjoying is just coming home. And if I don't want to cook, I don't have to cook, I can pick me a salad, a sandwich, a bowl of cereal, and not feel guilty because I didn't cook like a hot meal for, you know, my spouse or the kid or anything like that, like, and it's perfectly fine. Um, the other things that I'm enjoying, I can just walk around the house butt-ass naked if I want to. I don't have to worry about, you know, because me, like, to me, nudity is art. Nudity doesn't always mean or indicate or welcome sex. But sometimes, like, if you're in a relationship or you have a live-in, you know, if you're walking around naked, they think, you know what I'm saying, you're trying to set the mood, you're trying to be sexy, you're trying to get it in, when it doesn't always mean that. It just means, like, hey, I don't want these clothes on. These clothes are restrictive. I want restrictive. I just want to be free. 
But when you live by yourself, I mean, other than you have to make sure that the blinds are closed and all of that kind of good stuff or whatever. But, I mean, you can just walk around naked and just be free. You can dance all willy-nilly and don't have to worry about sending mixed signals. You ain't got to worry about the kids busting in with their friends and, you know what I'm saying? None of that. Like, you can just, hey, you can just be be with one. And, oh, my God, that is, like, amazing or whatever. You can sleep naked without, you know what I'm saying, especially on those nights when you really don't want to get it in, but you know if you sleep naked, your mate will think, like, oh, she's trying to give me some or whatever. It's easy access for them to get some. You can sleep naked, and, oh, my God, the best thing ever. I can use the bathroom and not have to shut the door. Like, it's just me here. Who's going to walk in or who's going to walk back? Or whatever. So, yeah, so as much as I say that I have single girl, single girl woes as far as things that just kind of huh, are kind of meh and, you know, things that I'm getting used to in being single or whatever, there are a lot of things that I am starting to like. Like, I can look at what the hell I want to look at on TV in whatever room I want. It don't have to worry about it. if I'm sitting in the TV room. Somebody coming in there because all of a sudden they want to look at TV and then they want to ask you a bunch of questions about what you're looking at. I can just look at TV in peace. Oh, my God, especially on Thursday night. I can look at my Grey's Anatomy and how to get away with murder and not have anyone ask me a million and one questions because they're trying to catch up on what's happening, but they don't want to commit to, you know what I'm saying, to the series. But that particular day they want to use that as, like, quality time or whatnot, or whatever. So, yeah, I can, like, look at TV and don't have to worry about anybody asking me a million and one questions about who was that character, what did they do, how did he die, what did she do, um, why is she acting like that, and this is that and the third. Binge watch it, please, and then have a conversation with me. But, like, seriously. Oh, one more thing else, one more other thing that I hate about being single is having to get gas. Oh, my God. Like, when you have a bay or a live-in, you could just toss them the keys and be like, hey, you going to put some gas in my car, boo. Especially when it's cold. Like, seriously, like, I'm not a cold-weather fan. So, all of these things, like, I'm sure once the springtime hits, it's not going to bother me. I'm going to do them with a smile. But right now, because of the cold weather, sister girl just not feeling it. Just not feeling it at all. But as I said, and I continue to say, it's an adjustment. It's a learning period. It's allowing me to become more dependent on me. It's teaching me a lot about myself. Um, It's teaching me to be able to communicate when I do, you know what I'm saying, start to see someone seriously or a relationship. It helps me communicate what I can and can't and won't tolerate. It's really helping me to do that. Um, I may have said on previous episodes, like, this is the first time in my adult life that I've just been, that I've just had to worry about me and nobody else. You know, I don't really count high school relationships as relationships. Um, I mean, some, I guess, because there are some people that married right out of high school, continue to date after high school and all of that. But for me... Now, after high school, it's just that. You were just like a high school boyfriend, high school fling. Um, Nothing more, nothing less. But as far as, like, my adult life and my, you know, like my adult life, I moved on my own when I was 19. 
you know, I, I didn't get put out. You know, my parents didn't force me out or anything like that. You know, I um, try to get back up every direction to that. Um, you know, I just kind of moved by choice. I've always been kind of independent and kind of, you know, did my own thing or whatever. So moving out at 19, um, you know, I just had fun. I had a really good time. I had fun. But then, you know, I got pregnant with my son at 20. My pregnancy with my son was very complicated. Um, so, you know, I had to have someone care for me at all times. So between my mom and my uncle, you know, they were constantly with me um, just because I couldn't be alone because of the complications I was having in my pregnancy. And then, you know, shortly after that, my son was was born. So, you know, pretty much from 21 up until, you know, 39, you know, so 18, 18 years, so to so to speak, you know, I've had to be responsible for somebody. Um, in between that time span of the eighteen years, I would say that I had three serious relationships. Um, three of which were lived in relationships, one of those two being with my um ex husband. So, you know, in those relationships and being living, you know, I always had to cater to them and just kind of accommodate, compromise and, you know, all of that. And between those relationships, you know, I didn't have another live-in situation, but I honestly don't feel like I allow myself time to heal, allow myself time to get to know me, which is why I'm so grateful and appreciative of the time that I'm taking now to, you know, just really fall in love with me, you know, date myself or whatever. You know, I'm not bashing relationships. I'm not bashing love. I am open to it and more open to situations that just, genuinely happen, that just happened because, without me forcing it, him for forcing it, her forcing it, um, because I am an equal opportunity lover, um, but without anybody forcing it based on a time stamp of, oh, well, we've been hanging out, you know, exclusively for three months. We need to make this serious. Like, you know, I want to take my time, and I need somebody that respects that and that that's not going to try to force or make me feel guilty because of time that we may spend together exclusively or things that they may feel or start to feel sooner than I feel or make me feel guilty because I don't feel the way that they feel um, throughout the process. So that's another reason why I'm somewhat selective of even now in this state, like who I hang out with. I'm very careful of what I say, but at the same time, I also over-communicate what I don't want, what I can't give. And I honestly feel like right now, emotionally, I can't give anything to anybody. Like, emotionally, I'm selfish. But, you know, I'm seriously considering this, you know, cuffing season thing. I was telling one of my friends, I was like, damn, you know, I had so much going on that I didn't, um, you know, jump in on the whole cuffing season for this, you know, for this winter or whatever. You know, my friends were sending me, like, the schedule of, like, tryouts and, you know, this and this and this and all of that the different times to, you know, kind of do things with this whole cuffing season and, you know, you break up when the weather gets warm or, you know, the contract ends. And, I mean, in hindsight of, you know, some of the things that I mentioned earlier that I don't like, especially about the cold weather months, I think next year I may have some, um, yeah, I may have to participate. may have to do the scouting, the recruiting, the tryouts, and, you know what I'm saying, and all of that. I think I just may, you know, but with the understanding that it's just for cuffing season only. You know, contract does not automatically renew. 
you know, unless, you know. Now, unless if they, you know, if they are good, you know, cuffing buddy, you know, they may bypass the, you know, the tryouts and recruitment phase for the next season and all of that, you know. It just it just really depends. But, um, yeah, I think next year it's a little bit too late in the season because now it's almost time to, you know what I'm saying, start to kind of start breaking space. I mean, it's almost February. February's going to be another cold month, but March it starts to kind of settle in a little bit, not too cold, not too hot, you know, all that. So, I mean, at this point, it wouldn't be fair to bring somebody on. And February is a short month. It's only 28 days, you know. So that's not fair for anybody to, you know what I'm saying, rush them through the process um, or whatever. So I'm, I'm going to continue to I'm gonna continue to thug it out, but I may, though, I may. Like, seriously, though, I may, may have to, you know, at least find and temporarily try out a trash boo, you know, somebody that can come by at least once a week and um, dump my trash. May have to, may have to do that one. That's when I miss having my son because, you know, those were things that were like his, his chores and his task um, when he was at, at the house or whatever. He only comes home you know, every few months on break and stuff now. And when he's there, he definitely, you know, do it. But I can't let the trash pile up until, you know, those two-month visits, you know, every two months or whatever, because then the house would be a mess. But, yeah, I think once a week I need some. Um, once a week I think I need to find somebody that just kind of comes by and do the whole trash thing, trash thing for me. I think that may have to be. I think that may be the move. I think I may actually start working on that one today. I think I definitely may have to start working on that one today. I'm sitting here now just kind of pondering, like, yep, I think that may be the move. But at any rate, that is my rant for today about the things that I dislike and like about being single. Um, I'll continue to jump on as other things come to be, but those are the things that kind of stand out at this moment. I hope you guys are enjoying um, these episodes. I know they're kind of random and, you know, from a car, from this place, but I kind of like that um, authenticity of it not being, like, well-programmed and all put together. It's just me in my natural raw state. Um, You know, this is what you get um, or whatever, but... I hope that everyone that's listening, I hope that you have an amazing day. I hope your day is great. I hope that it's productive. If you are in those states that are very cold, I hope you have a nice cup of coffee, tea, hot chocolate, or whatever it may be that keeps you warm. For those that are experiencing snow, keep it your way. Don't send it my way. Stay warm. Be safe on the roads. Um, And as always, be fabulous, be amazing, and be absolutely you.